Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty nervous to record this podcast episode just because I know, just for multiple reasons. Okay, I'm just nervous. My armpits are sweating. <laughs> Does anybody else's armpits sweat when they get nervous or is it just me? Like I can be freezing and if I'm nervous, you girls, pits, I got the pit stains going on. Uh, but anyways, before we dive in, I do want to talk about one thing that I've been absolutely freaking loving lately because when I did the random three faves a couple episodes back, I got so many DMs of people like, we loved that. So I wanted to share something today. And this is also something I'm going to start incorporating with the email fam is just like sending, I don't know, maybe I'll do it like in a monthly email, but just like, here's the things I love this month. Y'all, if you follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, let's be Instagram friends because Instagram is my jam at Cake Money Consulting. DM me and say hi and that you listen to the podcast and that's how you know me and then know me on Instagram stories. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Okay, anyways. So what I've been loving recently, and I've had this for about a week, so I mean, I'm just obsessed. Olive in June, nail polish. Like, are you freaking kidding me? So I was always the girl who would go get her nails done. Our woman. Your girl's a woman. I'm a grown-ass woman. Let me just say that. (laughs) But anyways, I always went to go get my nails done. Always, always, always. And it was such a treat for me. But then obviously with COVID and being pregnant and having Xavier, I have not been able to go get my nails done because we're still quarantining and being like very, very, very careful. So I haven't been able to go get my nails done. I haven't had my nails done in like over a year, like a really long time. And Like, I just sort of accepted it as, like, that's just what it is because I literally hate painting my nails. Like, I (laughs) I hate it. I mean, I shouldn't say I hate it. I'm just really not good at it. (laughs) Therefore, I hate it because I'm trash at it. But one day on Instagram stories, I saw Jess Massey, which if you do not follow her, go right now. And I almost said Google on Instagram. That's, like, not a thing. Search on Instagram Jess Massey. Follow her. You will not regret it. I love her. We've been connected for a very long time. But she, she talked about Olive in June and that's her favorite nail polish and she talked about like the pedicure or not pedicure but the mani kit so I got the mani kit the pedi kit and like a <laughs> like a lot of polish like your girl's like 20 colors and I've only painted my nails twice because I've only had the kit that long <laughs> but I'm I'm like an all-in kind of gal you know I'm just all in anyways so I saw her post about it and I messaged her and I was like oh, this looks so cute. If only I were good at painting my nails. And she was like, honestly, I'm really bad at it too. And I was like, okay, if you're trash at it, I'm trash at it. This might work for me. <laughs> so I bought, like I said, the Manny, the Petty Kit, multiple polishes. And I'm not gonna, I don't wanna spend like this whole podcast episode on this, but y'all, one, I'm obsessed. I just painted my nails again before this episode. I'm gonna post them on Instagram. Like they look so good. I'm very proud of myself, but also I know that it's not me because I'm very trash at painting my nails. They have like this attachment. And if this is the only thing you buy, like do this. They have this little attachment. I'm pretty sure it's called the Poppy that goes on top of the fingernail polish bottle that makes painting with your non-dominant hand so 
much easier. I love following them on Instagram because they have so many fun like boot camps and tutorials. I'm obsessed. I'm going to leave a link for you all in the show notes if you want to try it. I don't I don't think I make money on it. Actually, I'm pretty sure I don't. I think I just get a free nail polish and help your girl get all the colors. Okay, help your girl get all the colors because I'm here for it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so anytime you use the link, I'm pretty sure I get a free polish. Like what? polish? What's that? polish let's just help each other out you know what i'm saying also if you try it dm me because i want to know your thoughts because i'm obsessed okay moving on moving on let's talk about what we're supposed to talk about today <laughs> okay and i'm nervous like i said i'm nervous to record this for many reasons number one because it's probably going to trigger some people especially if you currently teach handling objections or you currently handle objections in your sales conversation and If you felt triggered at all during this episode, I truly just want you to see this as an opportunity to expand, see things differently, see this as an opportunity. Um, Just ask yourself, like, why does this trigger me, right? When something triggers me, and this is just, this is a beautiful thing that's coming through that wasn't planned for this episode in general, but if something triggers you, ask yourself why, right? Because there's a reason for it. Maybe it's something that came up in your past or something that you're doing now that doesn't really feel good or it doesn't feel in alignment. And I think that our triggers are are truly just like lesson. (laughs) This is not going to sound correctly. Let me think of how to say this. Our triggers just teach us things, right? I almost said lesson teachers, but (laughs) y'all know what I mean. Um, Our triggers are just here to really teach us. So dig deeper. Like if something triggers you, don't just brush it off. Like really ask yourself why. And self-awareness is everything in business, but it can just be a beautiful experience for you to dive deeper. That's all I'm going to say. And also just side note, if handling objections feels good for you, like do your thing. Like girl, do your thing. But it's just, it's just not for me, right? And more importantly, if handling objections does not feel good for you or it feels forced or like you're trying too hard and you're wondering if there's a different way to build a business and have super aligned sales and make a lot of money, you're going to love this episode. And, 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 and if you're handling objections and constantly attracting and working with unaligned clients, you're also going to love this, right? And what I mean by unaligned is it doesn't mean that they're like a quote unquote bad client. They might be, but that's not what I mean here. I just mean that it wasn't the perfect time for them to work with you in the perfect offer, okay? So (laughs) the other reason I'm a little bit nervous (laughs) to record this is because your girl used to teach how to handle objections, right? But handling objections themselves, it never felt great for me. It always felt forced. And now I'm, I'm at this place in business and I have been for quite a while that I only do what feels good in my business and I literally throw out the rest. And this is a beautiful message that's coming through for this podcast episode as well is this is the permission that you really didn't need, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to give it to you anyways, to only do what feels good, to only do what feels good. There are so many different ways to build a multiple six, seven figure business It doesn't have to look a certain way. Don't put yourself in a box. So if there's anything in your business right now that you're doing, any strategy that you're using that does not feel good, don't do it. Ditch it. Tweak it if that's what you need to do. Like There are so many ways to build a business and you can choose your path. You truly, truly can. And I I literally just had another download for either a masterclass or... For a masterclass or another podcast episode. LOL. Okay. I'm going to pause this recording real quick and I'm actually going to write it down. Okay. BRB. Love you. (laughs) Hang on. Okay. Your girl 
is back, but here's the thing. If I don't write it down, that's just, it gets lost in space. So we had to write it down. Anyways, what I was saying is there are so many different ways for you to build your business, to have success in business. I, you know, think about how many entrepreneurs there are in the world. How, think about how many seven-figure entrepreneurs there are, there are in the world. And I guarantee you they did not use the exact same strategies to get to where they are, period, right? So of course, there's so many different ways, so many different ways to scale your business, right? And I am only, I am only energetically available to scale my business to seven figures and 100K cash months in a way that feels so freaking good for me and lights me the hell up, period, right? And you can choose that as well. So before we dive in, before we dive in, I want to be very clear. This is not about what's right or wrong, right? Because I know people who handle objections, who teach how to handle objections, and we're good friends, right? They own incredibly profitable businesses and their clients and their people love them. And this is just about what feels good for me, what works for me, what feels the easiest, most fun and flowy for me. But I know you all fill my heart with this because you all know I am not here for mean girl marketing. And I see it all the time online and I'm not even going to go off on a rant, but I just, I just, I'm not here for it, you know? Okay, moving on. So let's open the conversation. And here's the way I see objections. So some are excuses, sure, but some are also very real experiences or circumstances in someone's life. And either way, either way, whether they're excuses or they're very real, like I only want you in my programs if you want to be there, okay? And if there are excuses, like you've got to get out of your own way first before you can fully join my offers, be fully present and have an incredible transformation. You have to get out out of your own way. I can't convince you of that, okay? And one of my personal beliefs in business is that the perfect people find my offers at the perfect time and it's the perfect hell yes investment that leads to the absolute most perfect transformation. And the thing is, is if you have excuses or very real life experiences or situations or circumstances, that means it's not the perfect time offer or investment for you right now. I trust that it's for the higher good that you're not in my offer right now or you're not a one-on-one client or whatever it looks like, period, right? That's that's just one of my personal beliefs in my business. Feel free to adopt it. And it's so freeing. It's literally such a freeing belief to have. And the other thing for me is handling objections just feels like whenever, you know, have I done it before? 100%. And when I did it, it always felt like it was rooted in this like convincing energy. And personally, I just realized like I don't need to convince anyone to be in any of my offers, period, right? If it's not a good time for you, if it's not the right investment for you, for whatever reason, if it's not right, then I trust that. I absolutely trust that. And I also trust that there are more soulmate clients, perfectly aligned clients on their way into that offer. Okay, so let's talk about, I just want to talk about this from my personal perspective, okay? So An example of a quote unquote objection, or it could also be like real life again, or an excuse, okay? And it's gonna be personal for everyone, but a real life example for me right now is time, right? Saying like, I don't have the time. Okay, but like truly, I don't have have the time to do all the things right now, right? When Xavier was first born, or like the first, even like three, even still now, right? It 
I had to have a lot of self-awareness around what served me best during this season in my business, right? So what served me the most was trainings that I could watch the replays for and one-on-one Voxer support because calls were very tricky, very, very tricky at first, and sometimes they still are now, right? And I just didn't want to have extra calls on my calendar. So I hired a one-on-one Voxer mentor and invested in programs where I knew replays would be available at least for a little while right? It didn't have to be lifetime access. Like I don't even offer lifetime access. It's kind of, I I have a lot of thoughts around that. But anyways, so where replays would be available for at least a couple of weeks, right? Where I could watch them, you know, when I was nursing at night or whatever. And being a new mom, I, I just fully own right now that some shit is just not in the cards for me time-wise right now. Like it's just not. Could I make more time for it? Sure. But not without taking time away from something or someone else right? And for me, nothing is as important as taking care of me, my marriage, my baby. And my business will always come after all of those things, right? So when I think about this, and obviously self-awareness is huge, just as a business owner in general, knowing yourself and having that level of self-awareness of what you need, what's going to best support you in this moment and where you're at, what type of support is working best for you and your life, so important. And it takes a level of self-awareness to really figure out what feels best, right? But here's the thing. Let's say I'm loving the vibe of something that someone has to offer, right? They have a new program launching, like whatever it is. But I learned that there are no replays and I have to attend the program live, right? Them trying to handle, in this whole conversation, I reach out, I'm like, hey, you know, I just ask very quickly because self-awareness is important. Are there going to be replays? And and they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's just not the perfect time for me because I also believe in not ghosting people. (laughs) Um, And I just tell them, like, perfect, not the right time for me. You know, so excited to work together in the future, whatever. Them trying to, quote unquote, handle this very real experience for me puts a bad freaking taste in my mouth. It's also like, what? (laughs) So like, let's play this out because somebody could very well see me saying like, I don't have, like, I just don't have the time to commit to this. I can't commit to weekly calls at a set time in the season of life that I'm in. Somebody could see that as an excuse. Sure. Right. And try to quote unquote handle it. So let's say, let's say that it was an excuse. Let's just say that it was. And I want to think about this from my perspective. So do I really want someone in my program that is already making excuses as to why they can't do the work? Hell no, right? (laughs) Absolutely not. Because when they get inside the program, all that's going to follow is more excuses, right? If they're already making excuses before they get in the program, before they even are given the trainings and the work and all the things, like, are they even going to, are they going to get a transformation? Uh, probably not, right? And it's going to be such an energy drain to constantly battle excuses and I am just not here for it, right? I need my soulmate clients to lead themselves into my offers, meaning I need them to make the empowered decision to be there. I need them to want it more than I want it for them, right? Because the vibe with sales is like, of course, I'd be happy if you joined the program and I'm so excited to serve you and I'm so excited to teach this content. But if you don't want to be here, like that's cool too, right? It's like a very neutral energy about it. And I need, the thing is like, I need my soulmate clients to want to do the work. I need them to want to invest in the thing and do the things and be the things and have the things, right? It has to be a desire for them. I need them to get out of their own way. 
Okay. But now let's look at it from the other perspective of now let's say that time is a very real experience and right, the timing is just not aligned right now. Like I was saying in my season of life, I truly just don't have the time for all the things. So I have to be extremely picky and have strong boundaries and my priorities in check. Okay. Now, if somebody tries to convince me otherwise, meaning they try to handle my objection of like in this season of life, I don't have the time. Am I going to feel good going into that investment? Am I going to go into that investment like ready to make huge moves and be the absolute best client that I can? Am I going to be ready to, you know, learn the things and do the things? Or am I actually not going to have the time to do things? (laughs) You know what I mean? So either way, like if people are giving you excuses or it's very real life experiences, circumstances, situations, it's like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? What's the point? And if you adopt the belief, right, that I talked about earlier, and I want to repeat it, I believe that the perfect people find my offers at the perfect time, and it's the perfect hell yes investment that leads to the absolute perfect transformation. Then what's the point in handling any objections, whether they're excuses or real life experiences? You know what I'm saying? I want to go into now what happened when I stopped handling objections because I think that this is important, right? Obviously, I, I value transparency, but like there's there's just a lot here. So what happened when I stopped handling objections? Like obviously, my ego was screaming every time someone said no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it felt like a weight was lifted. It felt like such a weight was lifted Because it didn't feel good to handle the objections, right? It never felt good. It felt awkward. And I very rarely did it. Like I probably did it when I first started my business like a few times, right? Or I like dipped into that convincing energy. And I'm not going to sit here and say I never did it. But this way just feels so much better. So here's what I noticed. I was less anxious, right? I had such a neutral energy around sales conversations that it's just like I respect people's And people don't even literally do not even need to give you a reason as to why they're not joining your program, right? You have to respect other people's no. It is their right to say no for whatever reason to not being in your program, right? And it sounds so interesting (laughs) that this is coming from a business mentor, but it's so true. Like for whatever reason, if my offers are a no for you, awesome. Like I love that you have that self-awareness. I love that you are empowered enough to say no, like that's cool. Because I'm only here for the hell yes, period, right? Here's what I noticed. People in my world were way less anxious around money. They made empowered decisions to be there. I attracted people so freaking ready and excited and desired to do the work. They desired the next level, right? I attracted people that did not play victim. They didn't have excuses. They were open to feedback. They loved the I love you butt moments, right? They loved having my support. And we just vibed together on a different level. If you've ever been inside any of my programs, like you know, you know, we vibe on a whole freaking different level, right? And they didn't feel the need. You know, it's like, have you ever been on a, on a call with a client and they hop on and they're just like, they just want to stare at you? right? They don't actually have questions, but they want to get on the call because they just like feel like they're going to quote unquote lose money if they if they don't take the call. That stopped happening, right? People stopped getting on calls with me if they didn't need a call just to justify, you know, investing the money. I attracted people that wanted to be in proximity to me, right? They were doing the things 
And uh, it was just, I'm so, well, let me just say this. I'm obsessed with my clients. <laughs> I'm literally so obsessed with the people that I work with. And I think a huge part of this is just having such a neutral energy in, in sales, right? And when I started trusting my idol clients to lead themselves into my offers, the number of epic humans in my programs skyrocketed right? The most aligned clients joined the results and the transformations were out of this world because at the end of the day, if people are coming in when it's not the perfect time for whatever reason, or if it's a no for whatever reason, and they, they're feeling like they quote unquote should invest, or they're making excuses, they're not going to have the most incredible results. And it is in my client's best interest as well as my best interest that, every, that people get results. Now, that doesn't mean I take ownership of my client's results because that's a big hell no in my world, right? It's up to you all to do the work. That's not my responsibility. I can give you all the tools and all the knowledge and all the expertise and all the things in the world. I can give you literally all the things in the world. And if you don't do the work, then what, you know, it's like you're not gonna get the results. So I don't take that responsibility on, nor do I take responsibility for their wins. I celebrate the shit out of my clients, but neither are my responsibility because at the end of the day, it's them. They're the ones that, do the things and get the results or they're the ones that don't do the things and don't get the results. But what I'm saying is when I stopped handling objections, I attracted freaking soulmate clients that wanted to do the work and got the results, right? And sales started to never, I mean, they just never felt better. Like I'm obsessed with sales. I love selling. I think when I show up and I sell, it's such an opportunity, right? Not only do people in my community get to see how I sell, and how effortlessly I sell and how I sell with such ease, but also my offers are an opportunity, right? And again, I know this episode is gonna trigger people. So if it's triggering you right now, it's just an invitation to expand, to see things differently. This is just an opportunity and ask yourself like, why do you feel triggered right now? You know what I'm saying? And if you're also sitting here and saying, how, pay me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I posted this on my Instagram stories. If you ever see a woman in the online space and you're like, how does she do that? How does she do that? Pay her. Pay her to find out. Every single person deserves to be massively compensated for their time, energy, and expertise, period. Right? So if you're ever saying, like, how does she do this? DM her and say, girl, how can I pay you? Also, it's so funny because at the beginning of this episode, I was like, I'm not a girl. I'm a grown-ass woman. And here I am this whole episode being like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. (laughs) Welcome to my brain. Uh, I feel like this is such a good episode, but one thing that I'm going to leave you with here is if you love this episode and this is like, you're totally vibing with this, you're like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more about how to, you know, attract soulmate clients that are in like a full body. Hell yes. Attraction to Overflow is the program for you. We go into next level understanding of strategy and energetics behind content, branding, and sales. Because while there is the energetics and the woo behind sales, there's also very real strategy and it requires both. So that is exactly what I teach inside of Attraction to Overflow. It is, what what is today? By the time this episode goes live, yes, it will still be in pre-pre-sale. So DM me on Instagram if it feels good, if you want to know more. Um, And you already know the vibe of my cells. Like I'm not trying to convince you of anything. (laughs) So do what feels good for you. Okay. I hope you love this episode. Also, I just need to say (laughs) before we go, one more thing about Olive and June. Y'all know I'm just obsessed. Okay. At this point, you know, but they just did a collab and I just bought another Manny kit. (laughs) So now I'm going to have two Manny kids. So if that just doesn't tell you how much I am obsessed with this, like I'm not sure what will. Okay, I'm not sure what will. I'm not sure. 
All right. I love you all so freaking much. If you love this episode as much as I love you, screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag me at Cake Money Consulting. I love connecting with you all. I love seeing where you are and what you're doing when you're listening to the podcast. I'm like obsessed lately. So many people have been tagging me while they're listening to like the meditations and the more money meditation or even just like the new episode for the week as they're like doing their morning routine. And I'm so freaking here for it. I love seeing it. And also it's an opportunity for me to share you with my audience, which is just so, I just think social media is so cool. Like social media is a miracle in itself. But anyways, I love you all so much. Share this if you loved it as much as I love you. And I will see you all next week. Bye everyone.